1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hey-ho, hey-ho, hey-ho! Ahoy! Ahoy salutations. Uh, that's my difference way of saying hello to you guys on backpacking and blisters that Carl approved of. Um, Either we'll keep that stuff going or we'll go back to something more, you know, not that. So uh, Carl has officially confused me this episode. I have no idea what we're talking about or what angle he's going to take. So uh, these are the kinds of mind games that you have to anticipate if you're his friend. Um, So Carl, I'm ready (laughs) to dive into this pool of mischief and confusion let's do it i don't think that there's much confusion here i think it's just i don't know if you know what the definition of hodgepodge it's not about hodgepodge i use the word hodgepodge probably seven times a week it's people use words all the time that they don't really know what they are you referring to the princess bride movie is that what you're <laughs> Inconceivable. I, I think this is, it's the presentation. You know, I'm like, hodgepodge, what does he talk, what does he want to talk about? I got mixed messages. Everything. We can talk about anything, everything. Um, we have so many things to catch up on because we're starting to get more hits on our Facebook page and more responses. That is true. Messages, comments. We're getting A all sorts of stuff, which of good is awesome. Stuff. A lot of good responses on Facebook. Yeah, really good stuff. This week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for all that fun stuff. And I think it's worth getting to because some sure. of the... Some of the people that are willing to take the time to respond have some pretty interesting stories and things that I definitely want to get to and talk about. Some of them are um, more question-based. Some of them are more, I don't know, almost challenging some of the things we've said mm. in the past, which is all good. Happy to address those as well. I like a good challenge. But, but just to get back to the original question, just so you know, the word hodgepodge is from France. And Thanks. it means to shake. To shake the pot is kind of the... <laughs> The root to definition. shake the pot. Did you actually Google the definition of that? Uh, maybe. This is what I'm talking about, folks. I did. This is what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like it relates to you because you're 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 a guy that's you're more of a pot you're more of a pot stirrer than a pot shaker. But I think I think it can work for you. I appreciate that, but you can't out Google a Googler. It just it can't happen. You know? <laughs> Let's jump in. So we've got, do you want to start, I think the easy way for me to do this, since you're confused about this whole hodgepodge episode, is for me to throw out some things that I've found on the Facebook page and pose them more as questions or, or just let you respond to them and, and see what you think about them, and then I'll kind of chime in as well. I, I That's fine. I, sure. One was more of a, I don't know, it was a critical comment, but more of a suggestion because we talk, we didn't really talk about the GPS element of going off trail in the last episode. We didn't, no. And we, because we didn't, because we don't, we, we do more map and compass stuff, which is fine. Obviously, people that are handy with the GPS is like that's effective as mm. well. But 
Somebody mentioned that you have to be aware of where you are with your map and compass because if you're in an area that has kind of weird magnetism or metal around, it can send your compass pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Um, Yeah, and I think this happens in Canada in certain spots. Um, Do you know where else it might happen? Do you know where where else in the world your compass might go all over the place? Oh, boy. Did you Google this too? No, no, no. This is just um, common lore. Oh boy. Well, I don't tell us, Carl. Well, anywhere there's magnetic rocks, or yeah, uh, the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Which is not on either of our life lists from the previous. I refuse episode. to feel stupid by that. You know, I refuse because <laughs> a lot of these, a lot of what you do is set up to make me feel stupid. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, I don't think I don't think that was. I, I thought it was just Bermuda funny. Triangle. I think it's a funny place. Like cause you don't you think were, of you backpacking just been, the Bermuda Triangle. I've been chewing on that one all week just to drop it right here. Right, that probably. was pretty good. I like probably. that. That was good. <laughs> Another comment is by Steve, and he said that national parks always stay on the trail, and he specifically referenced Canyonlands are super delicate, even a few feet off the trail. Mm. And he says he's teaching his boys to stay on the trail, many trails, which is awesome that he's getting out there with his boys. But is what he's saying true? Should you always stay on the trail in national parks? Like, were we sending people that were listening down the wrong sort of path, even though they were Are we teaching people bad habits? Is that what you want to know? Right, right. right. Uh, Yes and no. I think... um I think I think he's on the right trail, if you will, with if you're, you know, teaching people how to hike like young boys or girls or or anybody who's learning how to hike or backpack. I think that's a good thing to do. I would keep doing that. I'm I'm kind of more I'm 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 kind of more thinking when you go off trail, these are these are parks where I don't know. You know, I mean, I know it's recommended that you stay on trail. Um you can say he's wrong and not feel bad. I about don't it. think he's wrong. I think there's it's a gray area. That's what I think it is. Um, mm. And so, all right, it's one of those areas where, like, yeah, you're allowed to kind of like if there's a, a a park where like these are the campsites you have to be at. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, to me, and maybe not to anybody else, but maybe to me, to me, that's different than hey, um, you know, like we're in Yosemite a lot, and it's kind of camp wherever a lot of the time. And um, it right. kind of gives you the freedom to go off trail to find, you know, because there's a lot more reasoning behind that, in my opinion. Like, you know, we wanted to get to higher ground. We wanted to explore this area. There's a lake over there. You're, you're really diving into this here. Okay. I, I feel like this is a, if you're going to say gray area on this one, yeah. then I'm going to say you're wrong because. You don't think it's gray. Not at all. I think what he's right about is Canyonlands and certain places in Utah where he is absolutely correct there are places where you cannot go off the trail because you will you can literally wreck vegetation which grows at such a minimal rate in the high desert. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. Right, that in makes fact, sense. In sure. fact, in fact, there's a there's a movie that mentions this. This is a ch- super cheesy 90s movie called Broken Arrow with Christian Slater oh, and with, John Travolta. Uh, Don, yeah. And I don't Trump I don't know why I remember the scene, but there's a scene where and I tried to find the sound clip for it, but I couldn't find it. But anyway, so... Oh, I know. He's, boom, he's boom, hiking. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's hiking with a ranger, and um, he's about to step on something, and she's like, don't step on that. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he thinks, and he's like, is that like a, like a bomb or a mine? And she's like, oh, no, it's like vegetation that's supposed to be protected. And so that, for whatever reason, that scene stuck in my head. And so I think that's kind of the thing he's referring to is that you got to protect the vegetation in Utah. 
But well, okay, yeah. If we're specifically talking about, I'm at this park. I need to recognize these specific things. Yeah. And yeah. No, and and so he's right about that. But he said national parks, and so the reason why that that's incorrect is because first of all, Denali National Park has no trails, and so you have to go off trail. There's, I mean, that's what the right. park is, and so and also in Yosemite, but you're referencing. The permit that we got this year, like the rangers are telling, like they're sort of forcing us to go off trail. They're like, you have to go to this lake your first night to stay out of a certain backpacking zone, which is two miles off trail. But couldn't so you get? They're sending I, I us there. Uh, that is black and white. I'm I'm thinking like, there's what if you get you know what if you get a different ranger who's like rules oriented, who's like not paying attention to all that stuff because we've we've gotten different messages from different rangers many times where. You get different reports. If you're going to start making up scenarios, no. like this is a ranger that's issuing our permit. We're, this is where we're supposed well, to go. Well, you're talking about, again, this is where we, we conflict. It's because you're talking about office rangers. I'm talking about trail rangers, right? I think you're trying to salvage your opinion. I don't know if it's salvageable. I'm not salvaging anything. I'm saying not everything is black and white in life, Carl. Okay? Some this things is in black that, and white. <laughs> this some is things where, that you're bringing up are black and white. supposed to go. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> If we were in a high school debate club, I can't. I would win every and time. And we were on opposing sides. What I would do is I would I would make a very simple point, and then I would say I give Derek the rest of the time to talk, and then <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the rest of the time. I think it's my mentality is just so much higher than yours. Sometimes you think I'm being dumb, and I'm like, this is so beyond you. Like you can't keep up. Like it's so hard. You know, I have to like oh, then I have goodness. to text him. Okay, it's like long text explanations. Okay. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one like we do so many times over. But That's fine. I do appreciate the comment, and, and I definitely agree with Steve about the Utah thing. So, all right. so the, I agree with you, Steve, as well, for the record. <laughs> the, I don't think Carl does. Those were the points from the last episode, which I think we got more, more stuff on that than we typically get, so that was pretty cool. So other comments we got, the other kind of hot one was the Trip Saboteurs episode, which... We got some stories from a couple of folks out there, and I don't like some of the stories were just really epic. I don't know if we have time to, to jump in, but I think I've summed up two of the stories to um, to, to make a question for you, Derek. To, I want I want you to figure out which situation's worse because we got two basically different types of saboteurs. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So on the one hand, there we had a story from. Um, a listener who who shared quite a bit, and he's got quite a bit of information. He lives in Canada, and his name's Adam. And mm-hmm, a trip mm-hmm. that he was referencing with the trip saboteur was he said that he had a buddy who was responsible for getting the permit or the ticket, I think he called it. I don't know if they call it something different up there. but And, they, and then the guy's like, I got it. I got us covered. And he comes to find out that he did get it, but it was only for himself. And so, <laughs> yeah, like he had to end up, like he ended up driving, I think it was like two and a half hours out of the way to go get himself covered um, for the trip. So anyway, that's, so, that's scenario one is that you think you're covered and then you find out like either day of the trip, relatively close to the trip that you're not. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's number one. All right. Uh, scenario number two is from Greg and Greg shared a story about it sounded like a really epic trip he was doing in the Sierras, like a point-to-point trip. And he had this scenario, which we've had so many times, where you know he invites some guys, and then they invite some guys, and before they know it, they've got 10 guys going. 
And mm. one of the guys that goes is, he says he's, he was just dragging. And they tried different techniques to keep him, um, like, keeping up with the group, and none of them worked. They tried to passively, I'm kind of quoting him now, passively, aggressively tell him to turn around and then have somebody pick him up because, you know, they had to make it to their other point since it was, they had, like, dropped a vehicle or whatever. And mm. the guy, he's like, no, 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 I can make it, I can make it, I can make it. And then finally, like, next day, the guy starts throwing up. And had he turned around or had they kind of abandoned, he, he, had he abandoned the trip, like, the day previous, the whole group would have made it. But as it stood, they had to send the fast guys ahead to the car, which was still, like, 50 miles um, farther on. And then the wow. kind of the slower guys had to hike back with the guy that was struggling. So basically that guy ruined the trip. I, I, would, I think he didn't say, but probably for, we'll say, half the group. Wow, All right, so those are the tough. two scenarios. Which one is the bigger saboteur, do you think? Oh, I got to say two. I mean, I got to say two. You know, I mean, yeah. Why? My answer would be two. I think because, you know, obviously permit stuff that's a you know you're saying it's two and a half hour delay to get him certified and he did get certified i think it's right i think at that point you haven't started hiking yeah it's a two and a half it's only two and a half hours right and that's a bummer but it's not like you know detrimental for the entire trip right. so had he not gotten certified he's just out of luck and that's a bummer for him um but you know when you're on the trail and you're because fu- I like I, I think I quoted a trip that was seven miles and the guy was way far behind um, and I had to go back a couple times for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is really tough, like you know, and if they can't keep up or they're having um, all kinds of issues, I mean that's yeah, I think that's you know because like if you're past the halfway point. Or even before that, like it, it becomes a lot more complicated once you're already out there for like a day or, or more. You know, what I mean, right, so right. I could see that being a bigger trip saboteur scenario for sure. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one actually because kind of what you said. Um, I, th- I honestly thought you were going to say the first one because, it, like, really? yeah, because it, not because of the time issue, more just because you think you're covered and then. It just causes an additional hassle, whereas the guy that's that's hurting, he's not trying to. I guess neither guy's trying to, to cause a problem, but I think the first one's more frustration, though. Yeah, that's more annoyance. Yeah, if anything. Yeah, I could you know? I could see the first one happening to our group <laughs> if we assigned sure. somebody yeah. else to get the permit <laughs> more than the second one. Um, I mean, we've had yeah. the th- we've had the throwing up guy for sure, but mm-hmm. but that guy powered on and made it so. Yeah, and he didn't hold us back all that much, to be honest. Maybe a little bit, but... Was there any more detail? I, I, I read most all these Facebook things. I'm trying to remember. Was there any more detail on why the guy was slowing down? Was it just a physical challenge and he just couldn't... It too much like, gear? I think it was a hard trip. And if you're... Yeah. You know, as we kind of talked about in the Death March episode, if you're if you're having a hard trip and you start inviting friends and friends and friends and we don't you don't really know what they're capable of... Uh, you know, that can cause a problem, obviously. And well, if you, I mean, I think it's one thing, like, let's say you and I go and we invite three friends each and we <laughs> okay. realize, wow, you know, we're outnumbered by people who don't know what they're doing <laughs> right. as much as we do. That that's our fault. I'm I, my opinion. Um, yeah, but if it's, it's like, it'd be more like you invite a friend and then he, he's like, I'm going to bring my buddy. And so you're like, well, I know my friend's good. I don't know about his buddy cause you don't know his buddy. 
Yeah, I think I, I got to find a way around that. I think, one. Or, which or I think is probably fine. Honestly, I think it's probably fine if it's a pretty mellow trip. But this sounds like a pretty aggressive trip, and I don't. At that point, yeah, you yeah. got to you got to start getting picky. But yeah, mellow trip, totally different story. If you know, but these are. I mean, these are mistakes that I've made tons of tons of times until we started really refining this process. Mm-hmm. But okay. So those are those are interesting stories, and and honestly, both of them had more to their stories that maybe we'll jump into at a later point. But I definitely appreciate mm-hmm. you sharing those. Those were those were awesome. Not those not in a good, good way, but like just I don't know. It's kind of fun to connect with other people that were, you know, that have struggles like we do in other areas. Um, strangely, though, in our trip seven tours episode, we sort of just scratched the surface. Like we ran out of time in that episode. And we, there's so many other things yeah. that have happened that have sabotaged our we trip. We could do a part two of that. We should definitely we, we do can. a part two of that. If, yeah, we'll see if that, if there's a demand for that. But um, hmm. anyway, so this brings me to the Bible verse for the for this podcast episode, Proverbs 18.24. And I'm going to read the, this Bible verse, Derek, and then I want you to tell me how you feel like you measure up with this. All right? You want me to tell you how I measure up with the Bible verse? With the proverb, yeah. Okay. One, let's, let's. here we go. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, <laughs> <laughs> but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, where do you see yourself in that verse, Carl? Where I you asked you first. <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, where do I see myself in the verse? How do you evaluate yourself as a friend as compared with the verse? Uh, Currently, um, <laughs> in general, current. I think. Well, I think it's a. It's an. It's kind of an arc, you know. I think early on, as I uh, started the backpacking process, or even doing outdoorsy stuff, I'm definitely the the front part of that verse, you know, where I'm not contributing in a positive way. I'm learning. I'm probably more of a detriment, if anything. This, this is not mentioned learning or. It doesn't. Lack no. of knowledge whatsoever. So, it's, this is reliability. Right. Well, that's that all goes hand in hand. Though. Like I'm not. I was not a reliable. Okay. Person, if we're talking backpacking related items, uh, you know, off the trail, solid. On the trail, mm. whoa. Uh, but you know, I think as you grow and you learn, uh, I like to think at this point, you know, I'm. Um, you know, I consider you know a lot of you guys on the trip brothers, and I think we all. It's nice having. You know, being surrounded by, you know, a group of guys that know what they're doing on the trail right. for the most part. And you feel secure and you know you have each other's back and you'll, you know. I think that's what it boils down to. You. Yeah. I th- I, yeah. And that's I mean, what I'm looking for, too, is when we invite people on the backpacking trip, I'm not just looking for just like, hey, you know, it's fun to hang out with you. I'm looking for like a bro, like somebody we can share. You want a team player, for sure. Yeah, somebody who can share life with and... Not just a team yeah. player, but just somebody where you can be yourself. You can, you know, you can have your bad days and you can throw up and know that it's going to be okay. And that if, you know, somebody will carry your weight right. and you'll carry their weight and all that stuff. So I think we've gotten to that point too. I kind of agree with that. Right. Like, I think we've gotten to the point where, you know, one of us can have something bad happen and we're just like, it's, I think it's immediately it's like the rest of the group is like, well, let's, what, what do we need to do to get through this together? Right. Um, you know, I think. I think, like I mentioned on a few previous episodes, I think altitude hit me for the first time in 10 years, and I was just like, whoa. Um, And, you know, you guys helped me get through that. There was a lot of puking on various other trips that we helped people with. And it's, you know, we just just helped them tough it out. Well, you carry gear if you got to carry gear or whatever. 
So I think I help you pick up your, you know, your trail mix and your bag of powder on the trail, and <laughs> I help you not litter. Is what you know. That's really what it boils it's down. It's not to. a bag of powder. <laughs> drink mix. Drink mix. That sounds All right, so bad. Drink mix. Let's not oh confuse it for something uh, illegal. So anyway, I'll like list kind of reading through some of these stories of these other trip saboteurs, other people are experiencing. I actually asked um, Adam what like his response to this particular guy was who who cost because like the whole the permit thing was sort of the tip of the iceberg he shared some other things as well and i mm-hmm. said so are mm-hmm. you still going with this guy and he said no and then he gave me his his criteria why and i thought that's mm. interesting so i got a question for you derek and as mm. we we've kind of tried to th- we've tried to like thread our episodes together with like the quest for the perfect trip and one thing we have not discussed is what does it take to expel a person from your group for the group trip to expel meaning meaning like you need to tell them hey you can't come anymore i don't know if you can tell them or you said like we've uh, yeah i mean you could if they're like hey i want to go or i'm this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and tecovis is your stop for the best in western style tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more all Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And then at that point, yeah, you got to be like, uh, actually, no, you're not, <laughs> which sounds horrible. Um, or you simply just don't invite them back and then, you know, just that's the end of it. Right. So there's, you know, if it's your friend, if it's somebody you hang out with anyway, then of course you're going to have that conversation with them. If it's somebody that's just kind of an ancillary right. character, then maybe that just kind of falls to the wayside. But there's been people I mean, that we haven't no. invited back. So what, what yeah. yeah, what do you think it takes? I don't, you know. What would it take for you? What would you be like, you know, where you were like, let's make sure this person doesn't come anymore. 
I th- well, I think there's the obvious. You know, if you're 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 putting the group in danger and you're not caring about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not even trying to make an effort. You're not a team player. Maybe you have a bad attitude every trip. Okay. <laughs> uh, things like that for me, I'm just like, mm, don't want you to come if you're not like ready to. You know, this is you know, I don't know. Change your mindset. Um, I think that's a hard one though because it's hard to like just pull some rando newbie aside and just be like, look, it didn't work out. Uh, I don't think he can come back. Like, that's hard to do. You know what I mean? I think there's, a, thankfully, a lot of times people kind of get that feeling like, you know what? It just wasn't for me. And it never gets to that point where you have to sit him down. But <laughs> yeah, let's talk know. about why it's, you can't come anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's like super tough. Because like, you know, they could come the next year. Right. And um, and then you want to be you want to be honest, but you sometimes have to be creative and, you know, how you present that to somebody because... You don't want to hurt people's feelings, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you need to help them understand, like, look, if you are going to have a bad attitude and not help out with group gear or not help out, you know, setting this up, setting that up, or you're going to, like, put group the group in danger by doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, then uh, I don't know if we want something like that on the trip, yeah. you know? And it's hard sometimes to do that, but people have to understand, like, you're going out in the middle of nowhere and you have to be safe as well as all the other fun stuff, Um Okay. You know. Well, I would say that Adam would agree with you definitely on one point, which was the uh, the bad attitude. He mentioned that specifically. Yeah. Yeah, you don't sure. you don't want somebody with a bad attitude. I think that's that's kind of an obvious one. Like why would you even invite him back? For sure. Yeah. Uh, safety, definitely. I think I think physical like if they physically can't do the trip or struggle to do the trip where you're, you know, where they just if they're just not up for it, they're not training, they're not whatever, they just can't physically handle it. Mm-hmm. At that point they can't. Um, the one guy that comes to mind that we didn't invite back the most recently, it's been, it's been a while, but, um, so this guy didn't have a, a bad attitude. He could physically handle the trip, but Mm -hmm. it was weird because he didn't really like interact with the group a whole lot. Um, if Mm -hmm. you, as a trip leader, I like, I I really invest a lot of time trying to get to know people and I really want to get to know people, but I felt like I was just essentially interviewing him the whole time. And he would answer questions, mm. and then there was like sort of no reciprocation of conversation. And mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, I'm like, man, I just talked to this guy like for the whole day, and I know a mm-hmm. lot about him, or a fair amount about him. But and that took a lot of energy, and he just comes across as he could care less about anybody else on the trip. And so for a really social right. trip, I think that's a bad match. And so we he he didn't get invited back. Right. But I think that's I, I call that the one way packer. <laughs> because like i've been i I know you're talking about like it's it's difficult because you are yeah like you said exerting a lot of energy getting to know somebody and they don't really care to know the other way around Um, we strangely yeah strangely that happens every once in a while i think and we'll probably get this soon to get to this in a later episode like there's there's a lot that you've got to balance with the whole group dynamics thing and so for a lot of people it's just easier to go by themselves even though they've got to carry you know they got to be self-sufficient but they can go at their mm-hmm. own pace. They're not mm-hmm. waiting for anybody or being waited for. And so there's there's definitely that sort of um, pull to do something like that. So we sh- we'll talk about whether that's, you know, the kind of the pros and cons, I guess, at a later later time. But, you know, for yeah. us, we, we're all about the group and the camaraderie and the fellowship and that kind of thing. And anyway, it, I don't know. I don't know that it's kind of a negative thought to, to figure out why you'd want somebody out of your group. But at times... You know, it happens, and that's okay. It just, it, I guess that question was just spurred on by 
by Adam's comment. Um, and that's a good comment. Yeah. I thought it was a good comment. He, I, I I, let me let me share one more thing from him because I, I thought this was pretty interesting too. He part yeah. of the one of the reasons why he didn't go back with that guy was because. When he goes, and I think this is true for most people, when you say, hey, we're going to be finishing up on Sunday, maybe around 2 o'clock, um, I right. think if your wife would assume that if you're not out by 4 o'clock, like it's just taking you a little bit longer to get out, right? And mm-hmm. I guess this guy had, like, at, at 2 o'clock or whatever time they had, had decided they were going to you know, be out by, like, wife wanted to call the emergency mm-hmm crew to come in like helicopter rescue and then this adam's Mm. wife had to then like talk his the other guy's wife down and be like relax like it's gonna be okay you know like this happens all the Mm -hmm. time which is typical because it's hard to plan exactly when you're gonna be out and so i guess this went on for hours where it was kind of panic mode for a while on the homestead and that was sure obviously frustrating for for adam's wife and i was like yeah (laughs) i think my wife certainly would be frustrated by that as well so anyway i I hadn't heard that before but that's a tricky one yeah um i mean having my home situation i think my wife's really great about that and she you know she used to work in forestry and wildlife and all that so she understands like you know sometimes you get out there and time is you know time slows down and you it takes longer than you think or you know there's all kinds of things that can happen to slow you down out there but um that's that's hard because i think you know, what, when do, that's a good question, actually, though, like, when do you, like, if you're not on the trail and you're, uh, you know, back at home, um, like, I was thinking about this because my wife wants to do a girl's trip with her friends, and I'm like, go for it, you know, but, like, at what point would I pull the trigger and be like, I gotta call somebody, like, this is really weird, like, is it, is it eight hours, is it six hours? Yeah, like, I don't know, do I mean, that? I think you just, uh, I've never had that issue before. I mean, that's another reason to bring a sat phone, right. too, but let's, you know, the... It's tough too, because like, sad phones are usually fairly reliable. But you know, like cell phones or anything, like you could have complications out there, and then uh, you know what what happens then. You know, so, honestly, if it was like the next day and we still weren't back, like if we were a day overdue, I think at that point, I think it's fair to say, okay, something's going on. You wait a whole day, like the next morning. Yeah, yeah, because we could like let, like let's say we had you know we didn't plan our mileage out very well and so we we mm-hmm. ended up with a really long day and you know when you have a lot of guys guys are taking breaks and it just takes forever to get right. places and so maybe you, you get out late that night so i think that's not unreasonable but if you're still out sure. and it's the next day at that point i think you gotta start inquiring and be like you know call the ranger station see right. if they can check in if any hikers have passed you know who you're looking for right. that kind of thing but that's i i don't know that's yeah. what i would think that's what i would think the next That's day. a good question. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd... Uh, yeah, it's fair. I mean, I think I'd... I don't know. I'd probably wait, I don't know, 10 hours maybe? 8 to 10 hours? Yeah, we don't usually give and a specific then, time. We're usually like, this is our last day. And that could be early, could be late. But if you... Yeah, I mean, I, I think... Like, ahead of time, I tried to tell my wife, like, yeah, we're going to finish up on Sunday sometime in the afternoon. You know, and then oh. she knows it's like, wow, I haven't heard from him. It's like midnight. Right, like, what's right. up? Uh, you know what I mean? That'd be kind of right. weird. So, one of the things that's a good, that's yeah, it's an interesting one. question. One of the things you mentioned though was that, you know, like you want the person to contribute to the group. And w- mm-hmm. there's kind of like, you know, whether it's carrying gear or whether it's just different chores around camp or on the way, there's just definitely things that have to get done. So, Derek, what's your, right. what's your least favorite camp chore? 
My least favorite camp chore. Like you're happy question. for somebody else to do it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I have a least favorite. I think I just gravitate towards the ones I enjoy more. I think, I think I do. I'll say this. I'll, I'm willing to do any chore. I think I'm. I I've done least amount of tent setup mm. because do you um, know how they work, like with all the poles and stuff. Hilarious, hilarious. Always the community. Mm. No, I think I end up either going to start the fire right away or like getting that going right. while you guys do that. Or um, sometimes, obviously, I'll go filter water with somebody else or whatever. Uh, I think last trip, I think I set up a couple tents, uh, and it was good. I think, um, you know, it's good to mix it up, yeah. too. I think I, I need to, like, be more proactive about that, I think. Uh, but I usually don't carry the actual tent. Maybe I'll carry the poles here and there. But um, I think, you know, I tend to – you kind of kind of tend to set up what you're carrying, too, I think, sometimes as well. So true. Okay, so uh, let me let me say this because I, I, I want this just to be recorded in and just live on forever because I feel like I've said this a bunch of times, but it's mm-hmm. not. It doesn't register. So I will do any camp chore. Like we get to camp, I will set up both tents. I'll do it by myself. I don't care. Then at, except at, no no okay. after that I will go and I will cook dinner for everybody. And while mm-hmm. things are boiling, or whatever, I will then go grab firewood for the fire. Okay, but mm-hmm. what I'm not a big fan of is the water filtering, and I know there's I some that. different systems out there. Like there, we could we could definitely upgrade some of our systems. So we set, we still have the basic pump, and I know we could get the gravity filter and that kind of thing. But sure, I end up filtering a ton of water on the trip because I don't know. Like I I still do those other chores. I'm not the only person set up tents and stuff like that. I'm not the only person cooking, right. but if I could get, if I could do all the rest of the chores for everybody, I would just to not do the water filtering. I don't know why. You just hate filtering it's, water. I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's not and my And you thing. refuse to get those, you refuse to get those like, like Nolton and I had those water bottles where you just dip in because the water. Because of the drink mix. It. Because if you put the drink mix in, then it filters that out. And I want to be able to have the electrolyte powder mm. to okay. rehydrate. So. I think we'll have so a different setup. Dream. We'll have a different setup this year, but still, I, I'm just going to throw it out there because I'm happy to do any of those things. You guys get to camp. So your dream is to do a trip. Is your dream to do a trip and never filter water? Yeah, and 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 I'm not going to say that I filter the most water. I'm probably like third place. <laughs> are, you keeping tra- are you keeping track? Are you keeping track? I think I'm probably third place <laughs> because nobody else is doing it. I'm like, um, I shouldn't say nobody else. Okay. Nobody besides the other two guys ahead of me <laughs> are doing wow. it, unless they're filtering for themselves. But Anyway, I'm just going to throw it out there, and then you guys will see how that goes for next year. All right. Um, I, feel like, I feel like we need to create a survey of, of who you feel fa- needs to filter water more. Uh, you do. No, I do plenty of filtering. Yeah, for yourself. Good, for yourself. You do. you do a good job for yourself. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> I think you need to put the camera on me a little bit more. Okay. And we'll see what, right, what I'll I'm fil- I'll camera you every time you are near a water source. Um, Okay, before we get to the before we get to the trivia, I've got a bit of news that I'd like to share with everybody. And yes, this is okay. So we we kind of talked about in a previous episode. We're like, you know, we'd like to make our videos. Some of you guys have actually checked those out on YouTube, and they're and they're yeah. fun. And you and you kind of get a sense of you know you get some backpacking stuff uh, from our group and the kind of the ridiculous stuff that we do. And they're definitely amateurish. Which is okay because mm-hmm. you know we just we're just like you know camcorders that kind of thing out there, 
But this year, we tried to up our game, and we tried to really make a better movie, like a backpacking documentary. Yeah. I mean, so much so that like I would love to put it in some film festivals and see how it does. But I want to throw it out maybe in a different way to the Backpacking and Blisters podcast community. And so we're going to be putting that out in the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll talk about how we're going to release that later. We, I did make just like a two-minute trailer for it that mm-hmm. I'll throw onto our Facebook page this week. And I don't know, like the, the trailer's okay. I don't know that it does the movie justice. Like, I think it, it's a, it's a good lead-in or a good intro to the movie, but I tried to save... You did, you did good, dude. I think I thought it was okay. good. Okay, I think... I think but I, but you, I mean, you saw fun. the movie, too. Like, I tried to save the best stuff, the best shots, the most interesting or surprising things for the movie itself. It's enjoyable. It really was enjoyable. I'm, I'm not saying that because I know you. I, I, I'm saying that because I've seen your old stuff, uh, and it wasn't that bad, but you've definitely grown it was enjoyable <laughs> all the way through i, I mean said, that well, you're like, the movie it was, itself versus the trailers you, you mentioned you said it was light years ahead of the other, the, the other it ones, was which yeah, yeah and, and that's not so a too. bad thing i think no. that you've been working a lot on getting better at For it sure. and it shows um yeah and we're still and we're still and learning objectively and, and speaking still, but i think i think this is this one's good. worth everybody's time so i'll throw the trailer out and like i said we i don't know you're like back in the day when you see a movie trailer, like you'd watch the trailer and you feel like you've just seen the whole movie. You know, they like give all the high points mm-hmm. and you're like, why do I want to see the movie now? I didn't want to do that. So I just wanted to give like a kind of an overview of what the strip's all about. Um, I used a couple shots, but most of the shots I used for the trailer are not actually in the movie. The, the, the good stuff and some of the things you've referenced um, are going to be obviously in the movie itself. And so I think it's, yeah, like for me, I always want, you know, that backpacking fix when it's cold outside and when summer hasn't come not that we can't go in the winter but just you know the summer is the most fun time to go so anyway so the news is the trailer's gonna be coming out i'm gonna put that on the facebook page two minutes of your time you can check it out you can give us your feedback of course and then after that we'll we'll probably talk in the next couple episodes um another bit of news is upcoming episode we've mentioned already is you find a hundred dollars how could you lighten yes. your shave load. the weight yeah now yeah. now we're assuming you're gonna spend the hundred dollars because the obvious answer is like you could simply not bring things and that's free <laughs> <laughs> and so did we did we decide how long the trip was that we're doing did we mm, talk about that i think we're just everybody's got like their own setup and so you know we're whereas somebody might need to upgrade one item another person might need to upgrade another item it's just it's just inter- interesting thought and so we'll see what's out there okay. uh, i didn't yeah, I mean, it could be lighten your load, or it could just be make your trip more enjoyable too. So we'll get to that, True. and we'll True. see. We'll see how you'd spend your hundred, and how I spend my hundred. We'll see what everybody else thinks. So that's that one I've already thrown up on the Facebook page. Please respond, or you can message us. Either way is fine. And yeah. it's time for trivia. Is that it. Let's do okay. it. By the way, I will like it's my turn to give you trivia questions, but uh, I think I think when you when it's your turn, Derek, it's like one of my favorite things now because of how ridiculous some of your trivia questions are. I actually like, kind of look forward to them. I try to keep this podcast lively, okay? There's going to be a time uh, when, so. and we've already had this, where we'll have an episode that's clearly about one thing, and then your trivia question is not only clearly about something else, but you're using like a source, like a torn piece of newspaper from like 1984. <laughs> and you're like, according to this person, what's their favorite type of cat food and then i've got to like again guys watch carl's trailer his self-esteem on video <laughs> production is very low just stroke the ego watch the trailer 
Uh, no, I think, yeah, and sometimes intentionally I will not do trivia on topic. One time, I know in particular, I could not find a good trivia question on the topic. Well, so I had you to create want help, and I'm so I don't feel bad you. about it. Okay. Do, are we here for entertainment or, or for boredom or for knowledge or a little bit of both? <laughs> We're definitely not here know. for boredom. <laughs> okay. So, be, All right, what so you because got? this is Let's a hodgepodge episode, we've talked about kind of a little bit of everything. Okay, so the trivia is a hodgepodge of three questions, and you've got to get two of got them it. correct. And because I have not fulfilled my punishment of listening to some music with the toilet paper roll yet and put it on Facebook, which I will do this week. I'll get that out there. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I will not give you punishment for this one. I think this will just be interesting. So I've got three yes. hodgepodge questions. Two of them are multiple choice, and the third one is a short answer Slash fill in the blank one. So here we go. Oh, wow. Number one. Hodgepodge. Keep that in mind. Which of these is not or never was a backpacking brand? Mm. A. Stirring the pot. Yeah. Well, we'll see how you get with this. A. Mountain Smith. B. Dana Designs. C. Red Feather. Or D. Iron Strap. I like how you're trying to trick me. With Dana Designs, because I live near Dana Point. Okay. I like that. that. Thanks. Um, I'm going to say Iron Strap. Is not the backpacking brand? Is not a backpacking that brand. That is correct. Boom. But that's kind of a cool name, though, huh? It is a cool name. It could be a backpack. Did you just make that yeah, up? Yeah, I just made it up. I could, well, you know, maybe, maybe you start, start branding things. Red Feather's more of like a snowshoe brand, but I have used Red Feather snowshoes while backpacking. So I've heard Red Feather, Mountain Smith, obvious. Um, really? No. Dana Designs. Dana Designs is, uh, they, they used to make really heavy duty backpacks and they kind of went out of business. Yeah. So, all right. That's so you're it's one sad. for one. Awesome. Sad, true. All right. I don't, I don't feel good about this next one. I don't feel good. <laughs> okay. So, since it's a hodgepodge, this one's not related to backpacking brands. This is uh, which of the following is not a long trail? So long trails like where you through hike multi days point to point. Keeping in mind that you just mentioned, we we know that I've never done a long trail, right? But you could have read okay. about long trails. We've talked about a few of these. I don't Google and read this stuff like you do. Well, you are a, you are a backpacking co-host, so you should be doing that. So I'm keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, we don't have the time that you have, my friend. All right. So I okay. I'm gonna go with my gut. I gotta go with my gut on this. All right. So there's a continental divide. B, Great Western Loop, C, Utah Skyline, or D, Arizona? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) These are so funny. Okay. They're so funny. Uh, I feel like you're trying to trick me with some of these. Of course I am. That's the whole point of this. I know, right? So three of these are correct, and one of them is not an actual long trail. I want to say Arizona. I want to say Arizona. Okay. But I feel like you're going to say something like, well, the whole state of Arizona is actually part of a long trail that is involved with another trail. So I'm not going to go with that. Okay. Um, the Utah skyline sounds really cheesy and beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Great Western Loop. I, I, I'm a sucker. I'm not going to say that. It just sounds legit. Okay. This is what we do when we play Balderdash. Like you come, you and I just battle with these ridiculous this, this answers. Kind of How about just answer the question? Uh, yeah, one more question after this. Okay, I'm gonna say Continental Divide. Ugh. Is that a long? Trip? I will tell you that there are people listening right now that are gritting their teeth at some of the things Ugh. you're saying. 
I'm one for one. I'm one for one. I know. Well, I, I don't know how much you've changed. But there's one um, One of the trails is like... I don't know long trails. I'll be honest. I, I know. know and one of the trails is, is, is super famous. So... Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, gosh. This is painful. I need to do my, more Googling, man. Catch up with you. Uh, let's go with... Maybe you should take yeah, this, this trivia question out because I think people might start believing that you shouldn't be a podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, I'll just say Arizona. I know I'm wrong. Arizona, okay. I was really hoping you wouldn't say Connell Divide because that's the famous one. That's the one that goes from uh, Canada through the Rockies. I knew that okay. one. That's the only one right. I knew. Well, it sounded like you didn't know that one. Um, the Arizona is actually rising in popularity, and it, it, uh, it's, it's a I long figured. trail. I made up the Utah it's skyline. Part of it. Is it Utah yeah, skyline? Utah. Oh god, yeah. I wanted to say Utah I made skyline. That one I thought you were trying to trick me with Arizona. It sounds nice though. They should make one like that's called that. I well, you know, maybe they will. All right, so I've got my last question for you, and this one I, you okay. should get. You should get this one. This is not a trick question. Um, my qu- so I'm gonna expl- I'll, I'll say the question and explain it. What is the name of a semi-useless item that serves as a tent ground cloth? Like a, a tent ground cloth. Like what's its official name? And I call it semi-useless because I realized that it wasn't doing much except for adding like about 12 ounces to a pound of weight in my pack over the years. I feel like you asked me this question to stroke your own ego of bag no i think i just have are you trying to further your legend no no i'm trying to explain because i think there's people that still carry this item and they might be shaking their finger at me but i bring it when we go car camping but not for backpacking anymore uh i'm gonna safely say i have no idea semi are you serious yeah i'm semi useless Semi-useless item okay, that serves okay. as a tent ground. Cloth. Ignore that part of it. Just a tent ground. Cloth I mean, a foot. You could do. It's made. Like, it's you. I mean, are you talk, talking about a footprint or what are you talking about? Yes, footprint. That's it. It's okay. Well, you got it. You got it. All right. <laughs> okay. We no longer bring the footprint. So I mean, I know about the footprint. You got two out of three, man. You did it. Good oh job. My gosh. Did you? Did you know? Well, you, you see, you package it so weird. Semi-useless item, and like you could use. You could use that for a lot of stuff. I know. I was adding some rhetoric in there that. I probably didn't need to add, but I just wanted to, to make a it more footprint is so. not useless. Uh, did we bring one last okay. year? If, wait, 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 wait. If it's a, if it's not useless, then I will add that to your pack to carry. I'll, I'll carry the footprint. I don't mind. I've, In addition to the regular to the other groups group that you had to carry. <laughs> whatever you whatever helps you sleep better. Okay. It doesn't help me sleep better because I don't want to bring it. It's it's useless. We didn't even bring it last year. I don't think, do we? Right. Yeah. To save weight. No, we didn't. We don't have to bring it. Last couple okay. of years. I'm just saying if, you know, you could find a use, but if you don't, I think we're fine without it if we're going to, like, where we're going. Uh, guys, we are going to wrap up this shenanigan of an episode. Thanks for trudging along with us during this hodgepodge craziness. Uh, take a listen to Carl's trailer that he worked hard on, guys. Uh, it was good. Take a listen. Nice. You can watch you it, You can too, watch it. Take a watch. Take a listen. You know what I mean. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for posting all of your your stories and your comments. Uh, Keep that coming. We love hearing that stuff. We're going to try and get to all those things. Uh, There's more to come. We have to respond to, of course. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next time on the Backpacking Blisters podcast. And remember, it is not backpacking, guys, unless there's a few blisters along.
So, uh, Carl wants to do hodgepodge. Carl, let's stir the pot. That's what hodgepodge is, uh, since you Googled it probably three, four times. Uh, according to, you know, Urban Dictionary, though, uh, hodgepodge is, you know, a racist comment. So, I don't know if you're aware of what you're saying. Maybe you need to double Google things sometimes. Uh, and that's a thing, double Googling. So, think about that next episode. Don't just Google everything. Double Google it. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> The destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.